Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Let's get into the election thing. As I say, there are more stories almost every day on this. Uh, a couple of days left in this election right now. And uh, there's uh, a couple of stories swirling about Doug Ford and his involvement with his family. Uh, a comment that he may have made about gun control that obviously a lot of folks are concerned about. And on and on it goes. And then, of course, the latest polling. Try to get a read on this. Let's uh, bring Christo Avalos into the uh, conversation. Social Science and Humanities Research Council postdoctoral fellow. He's at the University of Toronto and has his eye on the scene here on uh, Ontario politics. Christo, thank you so much for the time. It's good to have you with us today. Thanks for having me. Let me ask you first of all about the Ford thing, and 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 again, the polling that we have seen over the last couple of days has the uh, the PCs with a slight lead, I suppose, especially when it comes to distribution of seats. But there have been a couple of stories in the last twenty four hours about Doug Ford. Uh, one of them about some comments that uh, he is alleged to have made about gun control, saying it guns don't kill people, crazy people with guns kill people. Uh, he's tried to walk back on that right now and say that he's in favor of gun control. But the other one is uh, maybe even a little more telling, and that's the lawsuit that has been launched by his brother's family, his late brother's family. Of course, Rob Ford's wife and uh, others are seeking uh, compensation because of what they say is mismanagement by Doug Ford, of the family business, and as a result, the family estate. Uh, I know some people want to dismiss this as, as just family feuding at this stage, but, I mean, this close to an election. Do these sorts of stories actually have an impact on voters? You know, I think they do. It's a question of how much. Obviously, some people have already voted in advanced polling. You know, so if you've already voted, you're kind of locked in, even if you want to change your mind. But, you know, a lot of people still haven't voted, Um you know, a lot of people really are paying attention right now. We're late enough in the election where it doesn't necessarily look like there's going to be a lot of new news. So, you know, this could be in the voters' minds from now until they mark that X on the, uh, you know, on June 7. Um, and in terms of, you know, if it'll matter, you know, in some ways Ford's been relatively lucky or, 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 or skilled, what have you, to, to get beyond some of these scandals like that around the 407, where, you know, again, as a reminder, up to 30 PC uh, candidates may have used stolen data and fraudulent memberships to win their leadership, their nomination. And where we don't know yet if that was those those that information could have been used to help Doug Ford become PC leader, that story has seemingly not hurt him. But this is different because, you know, Rob, I think, or or Doug, sorry is where he is because he's capitalizing off the tragedy of his brother. That's my personal view. Uh, Rob isn't, or Doug isn't there uh, based on his own merits, in my view. I, I really don't believe that. And I think that when he attacks his brother and his brother's widow, and therefore his brother's children, um, I think that could hurt him with a lot of loyal conservatives who saw him as Doug's brother. Or Rob's brother. Well, he was his wingman, essentially, wasn't he, Christo? Yeah. I mean, he, Doug, yeah. Doug Ford's political experience, as we've talked about on the program, is really just one term on Toronto City Council, one four-year term. Yeah. Uh, and, and we know about that record, that he was absent for about half of the votes on, on, on issues. Uh, but but his let's face it, his popularity is based on the fact that he basically was there to try to defend his brother with some of the antics that his brother was involved in. Yes, and his brother, again, uh, was much more likable, um, even if you disagree with him, People, I guess, maybe saw him as more sincere, less cynical, and, you know, maybe that matters. And, again, I think that the legacy here, you know, that he's doing this and he's, he's trying to, he's, he's doing it for his brother's legacy to a certain degree. You know, he would often talk about his brother, then look up to the sky, and he's summoning that, 
that emotional connection from a lot of, you know, Rob Ford supporters into this campaign. And then when you try to leverage that, meanwhile, you're allegedly, of course, this is not, you know, this is still before the courts, allegedly pilfering uh, Rob's widow and, and and his children. You know, that's not going to look good for a lot of loyal, you know, uh, Rob Ford supporters. I mean, let's face it, the the legacy that Doug Ford is trying to run on here is is really his brother's legacy. Uh, Even the book that he came out with uh, called Ford Nation, Uh, Ford Nation was was Rob Ford's nation. I mean, Doug was was late to the party on that. That was Rob Ford. And, And you're absolutely right. I mean, I've talked to some Toronto politicians of all political stripes, Christo, and I'm sure you have. And, and, and they were amazed at the popularity that Rob Ford had, even if they disagreed with his politics. And they, certainly there was, there was a lot to be concerned about about his personal behavior. But at the same time, there was a, there was a, a charisma that he had with people of all different types in Toronto. Uh, Doug Ford is, is trying to obviously jump onto that right now. But a story like this basically breaks that connection between the brothers. Yeah, certainly. Now, of course, we don't know if it's going to work. We don't know if... PC, I, I, you know, on social media yesterday when I was you know, tweeting about this and other issues, a lot of, you know, Ford supporters, um, you know, were attacking Renata Ford for, for having substance abuse problems and saying she was being opportunistic and all of this. And, you know, it could be the case that a lot of the people that are going to vote for Ford are going to vote for him anyway. And they're going to, you know, say this is a conspiracy by the liberals or the NDP to, to hurt the Ford government. We don't know. But what we do know is, is that if the general polls are to be believed, this election is basically tied. The conservatives have a bit of an edge based on their distribution of vote. But if this election is basically tied and it swings a little bit of conservatives to the NDP and, you know, we have a high proportion relative to most elections of undecided voters. And if those undecided voters decide to go a little bit heavy in one direction over the other and this story, the gun control story, you know, other things like that um, play a role you know, this could lead to a bit of a surprise on election night. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.